it looked like a, a thick cream that comes from Victor Crowley's <laughs> mouth oh into Ben's mouth. Don't say thick cream. Welcome to Slasher. I hardly know her. I'm your host, Alex, joined as always by the very special Micah. Micah, how you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. I'm just tickled pink to be here. No, I've been tickled even more pink. I've been tickled for a long time, aggressively tickled. I'm tickled red to be here. Tickled then, blood red. Is that so blood red, tickled blood red? Ideally, this, this sounds like it's better than pink. I mean, it's painful, yes, but if you're into that, it's great. If you're into it, it's a it's a it's a good feeling. Uh, usually, eyes. you know, usually we, you know, we always bring on a very special guest, and this week, no exception, absolutely no exception, uh, from the great Northwest, a man who really needs no introduction. Uh, you can look him up on Wikipedia right now and see that. His list of accomplishments is just legendary. It can't even, you know, you think a web page, you can just put as much on there as you want. No, there is a limit to how much can fit on one page, and we can't even get it on there. Uh, I want to welcome our good friend and very special guest to the show, also probably our biggest and only fan, Scott. Scott, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. Hey. I am so honored to be on this show. I've been listening forever you know, four episodes, and it's just an honor to be a part of this wonderful podcast. Wait, 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 wait. Four episodes? We have five, Scott. Why didn't you That's listen true. to the you fifth know, episode? I did talk to Scott about this, I'm and uh, when I said something about five episodes, he said, five? And uh, I said, Oh, yeah. sure so, he did. So Trying clearly, to act surprised. Yeah, clearly. He what? Not There's listening. five? Huh? Yeah. Well, Thanks. I think he's skipping the jump scares. Th thanks, like guys, you for letting me know. on. It was great to be here. It was it was great having you. Thank you for making it the big trip down from the great Northwest. Uh, this was a pleasure. Scott, baby, you know we're just kidding. We love you. We're so happy you're here. And you know I'm just kidding. I know there's five episodes. We are very glad that Scotty is here. It's a very exciting time oh, uh, in the slasher I hardly know her uh, canon. Hey, uh, yes. so this show exactly, do you guys just, I don't know, sit around and flate each other for half an hour, or do you actually talk about a scary movie? Uh, we took a vote on Twitter, and it went flate. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, we did it on Instagram, and it went the other way. So I think we'll just do a little each, you think? Just uh, something for everybody? So it was a tie? Oh, God, mm -hmm. I don't know what to do. It was a tie. It's, we'll just do a little bit of anybody. Oh, uh, a little bit okay, of speaking of Instagram. Um, okay. Let's do we it. may very well break 1,000 followers as we are recording this podcast today. Wow. Hey. That is definitely worth a round of Bravo, applause. guys. Bravo. All I'll, thanks I'll to keep you, you of posted. Course, you might have to remind me, but uh, keep me posted. We are at 986. Well, why would I keep you posted? You're the Instagram guy. Because I'm I'm dumb and I, for, I forget what we're doing from, from time to time. I, I've already forgotten that we're doing a show. 
I'm the Twitter guy, and we're I think we'll break 300 probably before the weekend's over. I'm not as I, I think I'm more active than you are because I do the Twitter, Micah does the Instagram. We would like to both do both, but Micah refuses to give me the Instagram password. Uh, but it's uh, listen. I know what you do. As soon as I give it to you, you'll get in there. You'll try to take it over. And then I'll be like the owner of a big company where the board votes me out and I'll be left with nothing. So you do know the plan. You, uh, yeah, that's very astute. Very astute. All right. So this week we watched, uh, it was my choice. I picked Hatchet, uh, the movie, not the tool. And, you know, this is a movie that I had seen before. I'd seen this one, I mean, many years ago. I'm going to say more than 10 years ago I watched Hatchet. Uh, Scott, you know what year it came out. What year did it come out? 2006. 2006. I think the copyright on it says 2007 because uh, I, I fast-forwarded it uh, through all the credits because I just I just knew there'd be a cutscene and there wasn't. So it's one of those deals where IMDb says one thing, the movie says one thing, and you know who knows what's Yes, right, the information but. is very misleading. It seems that it may have came out in the fall of 2006 you know it's probably one of those movies that made the rounds at film festivals and stuff and didn't get the big release until maybe 2007 or something i don't know my research certainly hasn't shown that but uh a really good movie we'll get into it here in just a second uh but first micah do you want to explain what the final girl challenge is real quick for any uh listeners we have that don't know okay so final girl alex scott Mm -hmm. It is a game. It's more than just a game. It's a survival game. There are five contestants, four rounds, and only one survivor. On Instagram, we had people submit names. The question was this. Fuck. Uh, the, the question was this. Not the word names. <laughs> me, me no talk good. Me no talk good. Uh, what did they say right. again? So on Instagram, I, I put up a question. What would your character's name be if you were in a slasher film? People submit names. We got a hell of a lot more this time than we did last time. So we picked the best names, whatever, whichever ones just tickled us just right with their ticklers. Tick- tickled and, uh, us blood red. <laughs> whichever one tickled us blood red, we picked those names. And uh, yeah, so we're going to take those five. So we got five. So let's just do the first round of Final Girl. Again, you're either going to survive or you're going to be murdered. There can be only one. And the winner gets our mystery prize. And it's no longer a mystery to us. We know what it is. We designed something special from the show to send uh, to the winner of the Final Girl Challenge. And last week's winner, or two weeks ago, our last show's winner, uh, I I think she probably got it by now. We sent it out this week. I hope she loved it because it was absolutely a labor of love making it. It's very cool. The package is cool. I would be excited to get it in the mail. That is the way, that is what I had in mind when uh, I went into designing it. So it's pretty cool. But we won't reveal what it is here. We'll let the I've winners seen know it. I've it seen it. I've seen pictures of it, though I haven't gotten to hold one yet. Alex. But uh, I've seen photos, and it's You beautiful. only told me it's before very the cool. show that you wanted one. You've had, you know, I've been designing this thing for a week and a half and showing you pictures and all the progress. You've not once said, oh, man, as soon as you get that done, send me one in the mail. You didn't say it until today. And I said I want one. I thought that that was the same as saying send me one. I want oh. one. Actually, in retrospect, you did say those exact words, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. 
Well, that's I a feeling on my part. As both a co-host and friend, I have failed you. Uh, so let's get right into that first round of Final Girl. Tell us who's playing. Welcome to Final Girl. This week's contestants, come on down! <laughs> it's time to play Final Girl! Here we go. Contestant number one, Kristen Glover. Two. Oh, nice. I think maybe she's related to Danny Glover. Yeah, that's probably the reference she was trying to make there. Or Donald Glover. She could be young. It's, uh, it's probably Donald Glover. She's a, she's a fan of, uh, of the rap music. You know what I like about the name Glover? Because you hardly know her. You can't have... <laughs> you can't spell Glover without lover. <laughs> Charlotte <laughs> MacArthur... Contestant number two, come on down. Charlotte MacArthur. (laughs) Contestant number three, Harry Balsanya. Oh, I saw that one on Instagram. I like that one. (laughs) Number four, we've got Mandy Moon. And contestant number three, Jimmy. Jimmy. Just (laughs) Jimmy. (laughs) That that one tickled your head, did it? Well, you know, uh, I saw the other names. I was like, cool, cool. Look at all these cool names. They put a lot of thought to it. This guy just put Jimmy. But I was like, you know what? Jimmy needs a little help along the way. We're going to go ahead and bring him in. Jimmy's as good a name as any. I like it. I am happy to see them go uh, because that's what they're going to do. Four are going to die. One is going to survive. And one of them is going to die right now. You ready to spin that wheel? Oh, let's spin it. We, we, we still haven't we oiled the no. wheel. You have not oiled the wheel. Come on, Micah. I mean, I don't, uh, what is this oil? Where do you find oil? Just a little WD-40 or something. I mean, yeah, you're you, just saying you're just making up sounds now. WD-40. <laughs> that's not a thing. A WD-40. little spit. Just put a little K2-90 on it. <laughs> that would work. Surely that would work. All right. Uh, round, <laughs> round one. Here we go. We have spun the wheel. If my will's going to get in trouble for being creaky, tried, what the tried, hell is that? I tried to do it as absolutely quietly as I possibly could, and that was not very good. That's uh, that's Alex's loop. That is my WD-40. My own I know personal. what happened. I heard the distinct, unmistakable sound of somebody popping open a fresca. Uh, it was a fresca. You, man, you are good. You really are good. It's so refreshing. <laughs> All right. Mandy Moon. Kept on her pants at the party after the dance. She survived. Well played, Mandy. You knew what to do. You know the rules. Harry Balzania offered some blow but said no. Survived. Nice job. And you're rhyming them again. Wait a minute. He offered some blow and he said he was no? offered blow. He oh, was he offered was blow. Offered blow. Was okay. Offered that blow. Was... No, 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 no. If he offered somebody blow, he'd be dead for sure. Yeah. Everybody knows if you do drugs, you die, but not from the drugs, from someone killing you. Correct. Air right. Charlotte MacArthur. Jimmy grabbed your boob, but you slapped it away. You live to fight another day. Survived! <laughs> good rhyme. <laughs> good rhyme. Good rhyme. <laughs> so, one more survivor, right? Here we go. Uh, Jimmy? Clark pulled out his dong, but you said so long. <laughs> Survived. 
glad I'm not involved in writing these questions. They're, 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 they're these, these deaths, they are in survivals. They're definitely better fresh. I, I do want to say something that I love this segment because every name is unisex, even if it's a male's right. name like Jimmy. It could be a male or female. Because all, you're all final girl, and also we pass no judgment here. Or, or yeah, I mean, you, you could like Dong, you could not like Dong. Who knows? That's right. That's correct. <laughs> Maybe that's why he slapped it away. He was like, what are you doing? You know, I just noticed uh, Jimmy was the one who grabbed the girl's boob, and we also have a Jimmy that's a contestant. I wonder if it was the same Jimmy. Ooh, what's that going to mean? That was an accident. Who knows? That might not work well for you in the end, Jimmy. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. You come up with these before the names are picked. Because <laughs> you don't think somebody's going to pick Jimmy. But there it is. <laughs> All right, so who's getting the axe or whatever? Okay, let's see here. Let's see what happens to Kristen Glover. Oh, I liked that one. Oh, oh, Kristen. Oh, poor Kristen. Finger blasted by Kyle Chase. (laughs) Took a cleaver to the face. Just dead. That almost doesn't seem worth it, Kristen. Kristen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're dead. Well, you did not make it to the final round of Final Girl, but uh, you can get our consolation prize. We said your made-up name on air, if you consider this on air. Lucky you. Lucky you. All right, let's get to the movie. Uh, I'm going to give a quick synopsis of it for those who haven't seen it, and just a a quick... Whoa, 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 a synopsis? Quit using big words. You're alienating the audience and one of the hosts to me. I'm going to say what this movie is real quick. Uh, And... uh, just as I think we need to do this. We need to say, if you're listening to this and you haven't watched Hatchet, this is going to have spoilers. Our podcasts are all going to have spoilers. Every episode's going to have one. So if you're listening and you haven't seen Hatchet, uh, please, you know, turn it off now, go watch it, and then come back and listen to our podcast. Uh, so this is a group of friends. They're down in Mardi Gras or at, in New Orleans for Mardi Gras. This is pre-Katrina, by the way. Uh Fun fact, this was the last production in Louisiana before Katrina. Did you know that? Actually, no, I didn't know that. Actually, didn't Katrina happen in 2005? Yes. Is that right? So this, yeah, that makes sense. Um, that all checks out. Thank you, Scott, for being the smart one on the podcast. Uh, anyway, they're down there for Mardi Gras. There's one guy who's broken up with his girlfriend. He's not a lot of fun. He's decided, you know, he don't want to see a bunch of girls taking off their tops for beads. It just reminds him of his girlfriend that he misses that broke up with him. And so he wants to do this haunted swamp tour. His friends have told him about this haunted swamp tour. His oldest friend or one of his good buddies, Marcus, uh, by the way, I never figured out the main character's name, but Marcus, I remember, uh, they decide they're going to go on this haunted swamp tour. They go. Uh, it's like a boat tour down there in the swamp. They go with several other people that aren't their friends, just people who are on the tour. And uh, while doing this, the uh, the guy who's running the tour says, you know, hey, here's an old legend. And he tells the legend of Victor Crowley, a guy who was uh, a little deformed child. His dad, uh, you know, protected him from all the townsfolk and you know, whatever, and they live in this crappy little swamp cabin. And one night, kids teasing Victor Crowley set the place on fire by accident. His dad tries to get in with a hatchet. While doing so, he accidentally hatchets Victor Crowley in the face, killing his own son. He later dies of grief. So while they're on this tour, they get stranded. Uh, they have to go out into the swamp, and Victor Crowley uh, begins picking them off one by one in quite 
gruesome fashion uh, until the very end of the movie. I don't think there's much more you could say in the synopsis, is there? It's pretty cut and dry. I mean, it's pretty simple. Yeah. You go, you go on the boat concept. ride, and then shit starts happening. Well, uh, I won't ask you what you thought about this movie, but I, I am going to, because, you know, in the end, it's did you recommend or not, but I do want to know what Scott thought about this, because Scott, not the horror fan that we are, he's, you know, we, we consider ourselves horror aficionados. Scott do we, considered, do we, though? I consider myself a horror aficionado, uh, and Scott, on the other hand, uh, what are you into, Scott? Beer I, and sports, right? I, beer and sports, yeah. Beer and sports. Yes, exactly. I thought the movie was great. I thought it was, you know, I had read a little bit about it before we we watched it, and I learned that it was a it was supposed to be a throwback to the 80s slasher yeah. films, and I thought all the death scenes were really, really fantastic. Uh, it, it was great. I actually had my wife watch it, who's completely like scared all, yeah. shitless of horror films. And she was into it. There was only a couple of times where she got scared. Even though in the beginning she said, I'm going to have nightmares. She slept fine. Yeah, it was. But, I mean, if you were going to have nightmares about a movie, this one's brutal. I mean, this one, I mean, to to bring your wife along and say, oh, honey, you know, just watch this one with me. It's for the podcast. This was definitely, you took her, you know, to 10 on this one. This movie, I'd say, goes to 11. Yeah, but it's great. rough, dude. And it's all at night. So, I mean, the blood looks real, uh, even if yeah. you didn't have the best blood in the world. Good God. And there's so much of it. Just, uh, it, it's really gory. Really it, gory. It is Some really, really good kills. You know, and... It's very, you know, it, like Scott said, it is a throwback to the 80s. That's what it was intended to be, kind of a throwback to the 80s slashers. It's smarter than a lot of 80s slashers, no question. And it's very clear. This is one of those movies that you know was a labor of love. The, you knew this movie going in as a fan of horror movies. You look at this, and you there's so many nods to classic horror, not the least of which is your opening scene stars another, none other than Robert England, uh, Freddy himself. Yeah, Robert Ingeland. Oh, that's right. You can't say England. I forgot from the, from the past podcast that that's a callback for you hardcore listeners out there. <laughs> yeah, I forgot you. Can't and Alex say Scott, England. I know you were about to ask. You were about to say Micah. Uh, Hatchet came out in 2006, but what else happened? What in else 2006? was going on? I love that this is your own little addition to the podcast each week. I well, love cre- I love creating some context for mm-hmm. when the movie came out. Uh, all right, here we go. 2006. Bad news for Pluto, downgraded from a planet oh, was that to a year? dwarf planet. That's Neil deGrasse right Tyson, you up. son of a that bitch. Here's one right that's kind of twisted. There was an Australian girl who escaped from a kidnapper's house after eight years in captivity. Wow. Also, it was the same year that Borat was released. It's wow. that one. You know Borat? You the one where the <laughs> no, guy says, unfamiliar. really swell. That one, Borat, really swell. Uh, you know that uh, one? Uh, it's kind of ringing a bell. Give me something else. Uh, <laughs> he says, uh, Buddha bada bia, a really swell. <laughs> Doesn't say Buddha bada bia. Buddha bada bia, really uh, swell. You know, I'm Borat. Almost, I am almost positive he does not say that. <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, this is real. Uh, that was the year that Saddam Hussein was executed. Wow. That was that long ago? And finally, uh, some lighter news after some dark stuff. 
Yeah, thanks for all the uplifting news you've given us so far. Italy wins the World Cup in Germany, hey, 2006. Scott, do you remember that? I know you are a soccer fan. It was fan. the Zinedine Zidane headbutt red card. Listen to that. Listen, he It's famous. Knows. Go look it up. Hey, so Micah, since this is your thing, and at the top of the show we were unclear as to if it was 2006, 2007, why don't you just roll into what happened in 2007? <laughs> I'm glad that. you asked. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I got nothing on 2007. I don't remember uh, what happened. Uh, that was the year Alex lost his virginity, right? Uh, <laughs> I'd like to say so, but no, no, no. I'm still a final girl. I You're my I, final girl. Uh, yes, you are. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So in that opening scene, Robert England is uh, fishing with his son. They're, well, they're not fishing. They're gator hunting. And uh, there's a gator that, I guess they think they are, they're going to get, and then it gets away. The son needs to get out of the, uh, he needs to get out of the boat so he can take a piss. They take it over to the shore, and then Robert England says, ah, I think I hear him, you know, be quiet. And he goes over, and then something that becomes uh, a reoccurring thing throughout this movie dies completely silently. There is no sound of a struggle. There is no scream. There's no anything. But when the boy gets back, not the boy, I mean the son, he's probably in his 20s, uh, comes back from getting a piss, uh, taking a piss, he comes and, and there is Robert England in the, uh, in the rowboat, the crappy little rowboat thing they have, just uh, gutted, absolutely gutted. And Robert England is our first kill. Uh, we don't get to see it happen, but it does happen silently. I mean, you never hear it. And then the son is immediately killed by Victor Crowley. And I don't really know how to describe his death properly. There are some initial... Yeah, what happened there? Well, he definitely has his spine ripped out of the back of his body. And then he is also ripped in half. Right? I mean, I think... And so much, just so much blood. Did you notice how they just, like, cut to a tree and throw a bucket of blood at it? Uh, Scott actually mentioned it because we watched this movie together. Scott did mention it that that was kind of the milieu for this movie was blood hitting trees. There's a lot of blood hitting a lot of things. There's a, a lot, lot of, of blood. A lot of blood hitting a lot of trees. I mean, that, that was a thing. Trees, statues, you name it. It's just a single shot and there's no blood. And then here comes the blood and then you cut away. And it was, but like Micah said, though, good blood. I mean, definitely solid blood. I mean, it looked good because, you know, some movies it doesn't. And again, uh, the guy who made this movie, Adam Green, definitely a horror uh, fan. I mean, just a, a super horror fan. And you can tell that. I mean, you can tell that not just because Robert England's in it and not just because we're going to get another amazing cameo by a horror movie icon here in a second. Uh, and not just because the killer of this movie is played by maybe the biggest horror icon of all, Kane Hodder, uh, for, for anybody who, you know, wants to know, or, or we, we should have mentioned that probably. Kane Hodder plays our killer in this, and uh, a real sweet guy in real life, it looks like, by the way. Crickets. This is crickets. Hey, no, I got something. I got uh. something. One of the things that bothers me, and I don't have this problem, so I want to ask you guys. Do you guys have a problem peeing? When somebody else is around or you're standing on the edge of a boat in a cold swamp. What's it called? That's called uh, something shyness? Bladder shyness. Yeah. I mean, Spla he said, man, I'm cold. Did you say I'm splatter cold. shyness or bladder shyness? Splatter or bladder? 
Well, I definitely said bladder, but bladder uh, shyness. You know, maybe you are shy about peeing because of the sound of splatter. So, he, he's trying to pee and he can't pee, and he says, uh, "Do you want me to piss myself or something like that?" Because you know, he says, "Get down, get down. You know, get get hurry up, get through it." I don't know. I don't have that problem. Usually, I'm to the breaking point where I just you know it, it comes out and then it's there and it's I'm done. I don't have the so much the fear of peeing in front of people or them hearing or seeing me pee. Uh, I'll just go. What embarrasses me is when I get to the end of my strong, frothy flow, when it turns into a, a little tinkle. I find that embarrassing, and I kind of want to like go ahead and you know flush the toilet to cover the sound of my, my tepid, weak little tinkle at Mike, the end. I, Mike, I have a question for you. When you're, when you're in a public restroom and it's very quiet and you know that there's other people in there, are you like me and you just want to come in there and just start, start banging on things to kind of break the silence? No, man, that's weird. You should talk to somebody. <laughs> that is, that is odd. Uh, no question. And yeah, you, let's get this guy looked at. I don't think he's don't, right. Don't you like that? We brought Scott on the podcast for him to brag about how he's not embarrassed to pee in front of people. Hey, I mean, I'm not scared. How many times did you say, I, I don't, I don't have that problem. Uh, this is not a problem for me. Thanks, he's uh, like a, he's like a on, hustler. Great to be here. He, he's trying to entrap us. He, he, he's going to like, Hey, do you ever worry about this? Cause I don't, he waits until you tell your embarrassing story <laughs> yeah, right. so he can come back with how not- it doesn't affect him. <laughs> Oh, really? Sorry about that. Not me. I'm the toxic masculinity of this uh, of this <laughs> portion of the show. I guess so. So that I mean, a, a great scene. That's when we go to. Uh, that's when we meet the guys at Mardi Gras. They're seeing the boobs. Oh, great opening shot so too. So much soon- boobs. We jump into credits. Hey, but before we get into that, can we take a quick word from our sponsors? You want to take a quick word from the sponsors? I think we should we should check in with them because you know contractual obligations. They pay us, so we got to talk about how great their product is, even though we think it's trash. I think everybody just left Micah's house, and he needs to pee, and he knows he finally can because of his bladder shyness. I don't want people to hear that, <laughs> that sad little tinkle at the end. Oh, it is sad. I'd pee next It sounds year. like the loneliest uh, harpsichord being played in a sewer. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> let's go to break. In a world where love transcends time and space. Tell our lover. He says he loves you. The tragic death of the man in her life cannot keep them apart. I get a message from Sam. What? Sam Wheat? He asked me to call. Is he said. Sam's dead. Okay? He's dead. Yes, but I'm still here. I'm a ghost. Demi Moore, Whoopi Goldberg. And Patrick Swayze. It's like I think about you every minute. It's like I can still feel you. That's because I'm touching you. I'm a ghost now. Let's get some pizza. Why did he come back? Because I want pizza. Let's go get some. They don't have pizza in the afterlife. I'm starving. Why are you doing this to me? I'm just a little hungry. Don't yell at me. What are you talking about? Pizza. Ghost, the director's cut on Blu-ray this Tuesday. All right, all right. 
Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back <laughs> to Slasher I Hardly Know Her. We're going to kick it off with the second round of a little game we Ooh. like to call a final girl. Final girl challenge. I am ready for this one. Uh, do you want to remind us who is left? Who's died? Let's do a little recap. Uh, round recap. one. Uh, Kristen Glover. Oh, my God. Poor, poor, sweet Kristen. She she was killed. She's a dead. She got a uh, let, let's try to remember what happened to her. Oh, that's right. She took a cleaver to the face because she oh, got finger blasted by old Kyle Chase. Oh, come on. I mean, you had to know that was a bad move. As soon as you submit to the finger blast, you know you're the next victim. All right. Although, you know, just please, a side please, note here. Please go ahead. Please tell well, me. Well, <laughs> people in these horror movies theoretically don't know they're in a horror movie. So, yes, you have you would have to know. I mean, like, now there's a couple of victims, and you'd be like, oh, crap, I better not get finger blasted. Because if it was just normal life, you can't just be turning down finger blasts right and left for the rest of your life, right? I mean, I think <laughs> slasher logic is different than regular life, because if people started dying around me, I'd be like, somebody finger blast me now because we're all about to die. <laughs> you know what? You make a very solid point. I don't want to die having not gotten finger blasted by Kyle Chase. <laughs> All right. Uh, spin that wheel. Let's do the second round of Final Girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> spin the wheel. Man, I mean, WD-40. It's like $3 at Walmart. Oh, like I have WD-40. What, you think I work for NASA? Here we go. Charlotte MacArthur yeah. offered a joint, but cried, what's the point? Survived. <laughs> Though we all kind of wish she had died for the way she said oh, that. Yeah, I'm sorry. That, that one, they, they should have died on that one. What's the point? <laughs> and I love that I Charlotte MacArthur. I don't like MacArthur, the marijuana cigarettes. <laughs> I love it that Charlotte MacArthur picked the name Charlotte MacArthur. That's, that's the name she picked. Lover or hater, she's still here. Yeah, she is. Let's go. Jimmy, let's see what happened to Jimmy. Josh reached for your clam, but you slapped away his hand. Survived. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think that's true that Jimmy has slapped away hands. Jimmy's pretty good at slapping hands. Jimmy's doing his Jimmy, job. Jimmy, you old hand slapper, you. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Will he will he continue to be? That's the question. We'll see. Harry Balsanya. You glad he survived. You were offered a vodka shot, but you said, I think not. Survived. Nice. Smart, smart. Can't drink. You can't drink. Way well done, Way Mr. Balsanya. Spelled like lasagna. Yeah, I, I get the joke. Mandy. Oh, Mandy. Let's see what happens to Mandy. Oh. Mandy Moon snorted some blow with Jesse and Moe. Choked to death on her own severed toe. <laughs> Dead. This is so Dr. Seuss. This is how Dr. Seuss kills people. I mean, how does that even happen? Choked on her own severed toe? It, well, didn't, it mean, didn't specify which toe. I'm assuming it was the big toe. Gotta be the big toe. I mean, Surely she, she didn't go out on her pinky toe. That's, that's not a cool way to she, die. Uh, I don't know. She could be one of those small throaters. For any children listening, small throater is not a thing. Small throater is a thing. That had never Scott. been said until Alex said that. 
Nope, small third is your thing. You can be a small third. All right, so let's get back into this movie. We haven't really met our main characters yet. Uh, you know, really the main characters, at least from our first group, is Marcus. And then I don't remember the main main character's name. Are we Alex, talking his name about is, uh, his name uh, is Ben? Yeah, Ben. Well, is that his name? Is that the guy's real the, the character's yes. name or the actor's yes. name? Downer, no, Scott Downer, says his, sad Ben. Because Scott says his name is Ben. He he just broke up with his girlfriend that he met at a seventh grade dance oh and was together for eight years. Uh yes, he is. I mean, he's not the friend you want to take to Mardi Gras. I did you? I didn't get the impression he would have been a great friend to take to Mardi Gras, regardless of whether he had broken up with his girlfriend. I got the impression he wouldn't be a good friend to take anywhere. Yeah, he was. <laughs> I mean, in the end, he certainly serves his purpose, right? I mean, like he's, you know, he's the guy getting stuff done. Jokes well, aside, I, I, I actually like that actor, uh, Joel Joel Moore or Joel David Moore. I like him. I, I can't remember what all I've seen it on. It might it might have just been Hatchet, but I feel like I've seen him in other shit, and I, I enjoy it when he's on screen. Well, so my wife, as I mentioned before, watched the film, and oh, she goes, oh, he was in Bones. I love Bones. Uh, yeah, that's how, well, I know him from Hatchet. I'm a big Bones fan. I enjoy Bones uh, a great deal. Uh, and when he appears on Bones at some point, uh, I'm like, oh, my God, that's the guy from Hatchet. And, of course, my wife has no idea what I'm talking about at that point. But, uh, yeah, he's... He's good. He does play that character, though. I mean, he plays kind of a downtrodden guy in Bones and this. I don't know that I've seen him a lot in other things, but I like him. I mean, and he certainly was perfect for this movie. Perfect. 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 So they, they're, uh, you know, they've decided he's convinced his uh, buddy Marcus, Ben, as Scott said, uh, convinces his buddy Marcus, all right, look, let's go on this this tour. His buddy kind of reluctantly agree, agrees they're going to go on this swamp tour. So they got to go to the voodoo store, which, by the way, the voodoo store they go to is a real voodoo store uh, on, what is it, Bourbon Street? Mm-hmm. A- and uh, I've been to that voodoo store. I've been in that exact voodoo store. Well, you've actually been there? Mm-hmm. I've never been to Mardi Gras, but I did go to New Orleans, and of course, you got to visit the voodoo store there on Bourbon Street, and they did use that store. Um, and they, you know, they go on this tour. Now we get to in- be introduced to our well. Before they go to that voodoo store, they go to a different voodoo store, who is owned by, or which is owned by none other than Candyman, Tony Todd, and he does a great job. He's creepy. I like his little uh, white diamond he's painted on his eye. He he, he sold it. He he's didn't show so... up and phone it in. He was like, uh, yeah, I'm going to jump no. on your low-budget horror movie, and I'm going to fucking bring it. Yeah, he did a phenomenal job, and I love that the whole deal was like, you know, I don't do night tours of the of the swamp anymore because of what happened last year. And he just goes on and on, and then as it ends up, somebody had fallen in the water, and they sued him, and he wasn't going he wasn't going to do that anymore. I thought that was really funny. He fell in. A gator got him? What happened? He slipped. Hit his head right on the roof and sued me for negligence. That cocksucker. That's it? I like that. Yeah, that, was, that was good. Yeah, Tony Todd did a great job. Uh, another callback to a, another horror movie icon. Uh, 
And I, I feel like we need to do Candyman soon because the new one came out and every horror podcast is doing the new Candyman. I thought that was great because it, it, you have this legendary character and you think, oh, God, what happened? What did he experience? What did he see? And then he goes, I got sued. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The answer was, I, yeah, I, I'm not going to deal with that lawsuit again. Uh, it was good. It was good. Scott, did you see Candyman when you were a kid? I mean, like, that seems like. Like, you know, that was a movie you went and saw in high school. I know you're a little younger than I am. You're, you're what, 25? I'm 27, so. Yes. Uh, it was a little before our time. Did you, have you seen Candyman? No, I haven't. I I think I may have watched it. My, my brother made me watch it, but I, I don't remember. I was too young. I have never seen it. How about that? And You've I never consider, seen it? I've never seen Candyman. Don't, I mean, I get the concept, right? But. Uh, I'm listening to all uh, our fellow podcasters do this, uh, do the new Candyman. And I I feel like, I mean, one, they say you don't have to watch the old one to get the new one. But if you do, it's so much better. And uh, I so I, I've heard everybody do this and really talk about the nods to the old one and how they really continue the story. And it's just made me want to watch it so much more when i was a kid it wasn't really my thing it was kind of the bloody mary thing you look in the mirror and you say this movie this guy's name five times or whatever and uh for those of you who are just tuning in alex doesn't really get scared by supernatural stuff supernatural stuff he likes the slashers he likes real life stuff ghost goblins these things that aren't they don't do anything for him i'm down to watch anything scary but what, what scares me in real life is the fact that maybe there's a guy outside my window who has a knife. I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in you know all kinds of supernatural nonsense. Uh, not that it's nonsense. I'm Alex, just saying I don't believe it. It doesn't scare me. You've created a wonderful segue for a question I had for you guys, which is what does scare you in real life? Oh, yeah. Micah wanted to do this, Scott. By Listen, the way. I, he, I know he, you guys are, are getting this question cold, so I'll go ahead and I'll share what scares me no, in real life, I've which will answer. give you time to think of what scares you in real life. All right. Well, what's got you? Which I'm assuming is a mirror. Ha <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well played. Uh, uh, no shit. That, that legit fear I have was talking about this earlier today, go figure. Sometimes when I sit on the toilet, I am worried that there is a spider. Not just any spider. I'm afraid it's one of two spiders. A brown recluse. Brown recluse. Got to be. Or a black widow. Black widow. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm worried it's like hidden under the rim of my toilet. I'm going to sit down. It's going to bite me on my penis, which will later rot off. (laughs) Real fear. (laughs) A black widow would rot your penis off. I I talked to a friend of mine. He's a a doctor at a hospital. And he said he has the exact same fear. So I know I'm not alone. So, hey. Let's start a support group for all of us folks out there who are scared of having their penis bitten by a spider while they're on the toilet making a duty. Uh, Micah, it would actually make it bigger. Well, and, and, well hold, hold on, hold on, hold Wait a second. I said making a I duty. That's right. I don't want to feel like I'm excluding the people, the men or people who sit down to pee because you're welcome to. Everybody is welcome at the, the spider bite penis or or vagina support group anybody who's scared of getting bitten on their 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 bits their naughty bits their happy little parts come to the support group scott uh scott was ready to answer the question he said he he already had it what is it yeah it's it's not as uh it's not as crazy as that uh maybe maybe it is uh the thing that scares me the most 
are those dreams where you are kind of half awake, half asleep, and you your eyes are open, yet you're still asleep, so you're in a somewhat paralyzed state. Jesus, and you Scott, start you have to got think, to lay off the You peyote. start to think that there's someone walking down the hall, and you can see them. And so then you think, I can't move, I can't move. So you start to try to scream, right? Because <laughs> your, significant so other, <laughs> your significant other is going to wake you up if you start going, ah, ah, you know, <laughs> and going, why are you waking me up? I'm trying to sleep. It's 2.30 in the morning. I have a big presentation, whatever. Uh, and then you, you just fight it and fight it and fight it. Uh, it's that half awake, half asleep. That's the thing that scares the hell out of me. I got to say, it's snakes for me but it's not i'm not scared of snakes like that's that would be wrong i've handled a lot of snakes i've i've yeah, held you snakes have. i've i've had to i've had to you know pull snakes out of chicken coops and you know kill snakes or release snakes i mean i've done that many times in my life snakes themselves do not scare me i am scared of accidentally stepping on a snake and i know that anyone that heard that would think oh yeah because you get bit right yeah sure I mean, that would be awful, uh, but it's the motion they would make, the movement they would make underneath my foot that would absolutely make me want to die. I've said many more times than once in my life that if a snake ever bit me on the leg and I had a gun, I would shoot myself. <laughs> like <laughs> one gun, one bullet, I'd just shoot myself. It's I that don't... scary for you? Yeah, man, I don't. It's and the not movement just that the they bite, would make the under wiggle, your foot. The wiggling going on under your foot. Oh, dude, s- snakes freak me out, man. I don't trust them. They don't, they don't have arms. They don't have eyebrows. I right. can't tell what but, they're thinking. But yet they can move like crazy. It's ungodly. I mean, it's just not right, man. It's not right the way a snake can move. So that answers that question. So let's let's get on to this movie. I mean, we have, you know we haven't even hit break two. Uh, uh, we've seen Candyman. Uh, we we actually go to the the actual uh, voodoo shop where they're going to run this. We meet this amazing uh, Asian character who has this very thick Louisiana accent. Uh, and so then they get on the scare bus, and that's what's going to take them to the scare boat. One of the things that made I, I really enjoyed about the scare bus, other than the hand painted signs on the side that said scare bus was uh, <laughs> all the seats had quilts on them. Every seat had a quilt. They uh, did have a quilt in there. Everyone, yeah, every seat was covered in a quilt. Uh, and that is, so they get out to that boat, and uh, and if either of you have anything to point out, please stop me and, and, and jump in. But they get out to that boat, and he's trying to get the boat started, and then you get, again, nods to the, horror, the 80s horror, you get the harbinger of doom. He's a guy out in his uh-huh. boat, <laughs> Uh, saying, you know, you're all going to die. And uh, and that, uh, you know, he, he's saying, you know, what are you doing? Don't go out there. The swamp's closed. You know, he's doing it. But he does actually eventually say you're all going to die or whatever. And the Asian guy says, uh, oh, that's just uh, Jack Crack. Uh, Jack Mc- <laughs> he, was it McCracken? <laughs> maybe. I think it was Jack Crack. I don't know. But he's like, he just sits out there and drinks his own piss and don't listen to him. That guy, uh, don't mind him. That's just uh, Jack Cracker. <laughs> Jack Cracker? Yeah, yeah, one of the local alligator hunters just uh, sits there, yells things, uh, drinks his own piss. He's, uh, you know, uh, cracked. Oh, come on. This swamp is closed! Victor Crowley! What's he saying? 
Y'all gonna die. <laughs> and, uh, and and then they do drive away. They get the boat started and they drive away. And then you do see the great shot of, of Jack Crack actually drinking his own piss. He like pulls up a jug <laughs> and it is his piss, which I think was just amazing. Uh, Scott had some thoughts on the soundtrack. It was uh, very Disney-esque. Yeah, scenes. I, I got Home Alone music. Mm-hmm. I got, I, I just, yeah. you know, I would hear this music and I would think, oh, Donald Trump's going to be around the corner. Uh, and and, and uh, Macaulay Culkin's going to ask him where his parents are or wh- something like that. And it, it just kind of threw me off because I think, Alex, you said it best that you got to wait Probably. 45 minutes before something happens in a horror film. But I didn't realize there would be so much. Happy music. So yeah, Home Alone, it was, Disney. It was a little odd adventure Disney-ish music, and it was a little low rent, that music. Uh, it sounds like the stuff that Micah produces for this podcast. It uh, it had that. Nothing, Micah? Nothing? Bazing. Bazinga. No, okay. Oh, are, are we you? still doing a show? Sorry, I checked <laughs> out. <laughs> I'm of course getting the music for this podcast is amazing, but yeah, the, the it was it was kind of an odd uh, score, at least in these parts. Once we get to the scary parts, it, it wasn't that way. But you were right. I mean, like that's that's what it sounded like. It was these as the boat is churning down the swamp, you have these weird. I don't know. I, I I don't know how to describe it. I mean, I think you've done it well. I mean, I I, I think it's like it's like Home Alone music. All, or also, something. also, I love that I said it's like Home Alone music, and then I went straight to Home Alone two, right? Because everybody knows the sequels are way better than the original. That's right. Home Alone two is <laughs> not bad. It's not a bad movie. I didn't hate Home. Uh, I love Home Alone one and two. Yeah, they're they're both. And good don't movies. get me started on three. Oh my no, god, let's not get Micah started on three. So the boat gets stuck uh, in the swamp. And uh, that is when kind of the hell starts to break loose uh, because we learn that the Asian guy that has the thick Southern accent, one, is, I mean, we don't learn it for a while, but one, he doesn't have that thick uh, Southern accent. He doesn't have that that Louisiana accent. He actually has a very thick, uh, broken English Asian accent which makes no sense because he spoke <laughs> amazing Bayou English. Um, and then we realize we, we learned that he has not done a lot of tours uh, and they're stuck. They can't get off. Uh, then a gator bites this old man's leg uh, who Scott constantly referred to as Wilford Brimley. I think that was a pretty apt uh, uh, comparison if they could have gotten Wilford Brimley, they would have. And this guy's also good, though. I mean, that guy was great. That old man, both those old guys. Plus plus his wife. Yeah, she was fantastic. And both actors that you've seen and stuff. So I, I just got to throw this in, that the old man, and remember, I'm young, but my parents. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, my, you're my, young and have no trouble peeing. Go my, on. <laughs> my, my parents told me that Wilford Brimley was the face of diabetes sales. You don't uh, remember those commercials? I, yeah, I do. I do. I had to look them up, but I, I wrote down <laughs> in my notes, Wilford Brimley, Wilford Brimley bit by a gator. Bad for diabetes. <laughs> Bad for diabetes, man. I mean, yeah, you don't, you don't want that. You don't want, well, I mean, I'm assuming you don't want to get bit by a gator, period. But uh, it's probably worse if you have diabetes, which, by the way, is how Wilford 
grimly pronounced diabetes in those commercials. Diabetes. For those uh, people who are not young like Scott. So young. <laughs> he used to pronounce it diabetes. So precious. Uh, so young. This is when we learned the Victor Crowley legend, right? Victor Crowley, the guy that's killing all these people. This is when we learned that thing that I recapped or <clears throat> at the top of the episode. And there's an amazing callback here that any horror movie fan is going to get. And Adam Green, the guy who made this movie, of course, there's, I mean, it's not a coincidence. They're showing how uh, Victor Crowley, <clears throat> excuse me, as a child got made fun of by the other kids and they, you know, whatever. And in that scene, they pull up to this old country Bayou store and these kids like go to the car and, you know, give him crap that Bayou store. And very, very specifically one of the children in it are absolutely the hardest callback to pumpkin head that you will ever see. There's a, you know, if you've ever seen pumpkin head, there's this little toe headed boy and you know, he, he gets killed and that's why his dad goes and gets pumpkin head and stuff. You should absolutely watch that movie. It's also set in Arkansas. It looks nothing like Arkansas. But wait, Pumpkinhead uh, is set in Arkansas. Yeah, it's set in Arkansas. Listen, I know Pumpkinhead. I've seen like the character, the big creepy guy, but I, I, I don't think I've ever watched Pumpkinhead from start to finish. And I'm pretty sure it's you good. love we that should... movie, right? I do love that movie. Like, I think it's I not... remember seeing a DVD of Pumpkinhead at your house. Oh yeah, I'm sure you have. It's not. Uh, it's not along my lines. You know, because it's not, you know, I'm not scared of supernatural stuff, but I love uh, Stan Winston and I love the work he does. And, you know, that was his baby. And it's I mean, it's just a, it's a solidly good movie. I remember watching it as a child and just and I bring that into my adulthood when I watch it. But there's an old country store in it and there his son is this little, you know, toe headed boy with glasses that wears overalls. He's adorable. And that kid, like a dead ringer lookalike, is one of the kids that taunts uh, Victor Crowley. And, I mean, it's it's a solid callback. But uh, that is when, so, so we learn the legend. The actual final girl gives us that legend. And that's when uh, they're near the actual Victor Crowley cabin, the one that actually happened. Uh, they hear... Uh, daddy, daddy, you know, like chanting in the background. And that's when we get one of the most brutal deaths. Two of them, all the deaths in this are brutal, but the old people are about to get it. The old man, uh, you know, you, you know, you want me to say it, Micah. Say he it. Gets, he gets chopped clean in half. Clean in half. Like in chopped, <laughs> not sliced by any means. He's chopped, chopped, chopped with a hatchet. Uh, clean in half, and then that old lady. You want to tell us what happens to the old lady? Oh, shit. That's fucked up. This is the... the okay, all right. Here's what that was cool about this scene. Victor Crowley, who now you get to see at this point, which is a large, deformed man. He's gigantic, by the way. He looks Ooh. like he's close to seven feet tall. Yeah, he's, he's got, massive. One of his eyes is all, like, looks glossed over, and, and his haste... He looks like the, uh, oh, what's the, the elephant man. And he comes around, he grabs a woman, I think she's on her knees at this point, puts one hand, two hands into her mouth, starts to rip Adam Green, the cinematographer that had this really cool shot where they go around the woman, around the back of Victor Crowley as he starts to rip so that she goes out of frame for a second. And then when they come back and spin around, oh, it just rips her 
fucking face in half. Jaw gets ripped off. Blood everywhere. The blood looks amazing. The ripping sounds are great. It did not look like a fake head. You know, so many horror movies have those just ridiculous looking fake heads. This looked legit. This was, I mean, the music is silly. The acting is silly. Some of the script's silly. But then when they do the kills, it's fucking delicious. It's disgusting. Yeah, he, it is brutal. Uh, Scott, as a not horror fan, I mean, not that you don't love horror, just not, I mean, you know what I'm saying. I mean, like, you're not going home and watching horror every every weekend. Uh, what did you think of these kills? I mean, like like we said about your wife, I mean, we go in and it's like, oh, this this won't be bad, so bad, honey. And then it's this. I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> I love the chopping. I thought that was great. But my favorite part of the two deaths was the 360 pan of the camera for the old lady, right? We see her face. Yeah. And we see that we see his fingers in her mouth. And then you go around the, and you know what's coming. You know what's coming. And then it's just so beautifully gory. I absolutely loved it. It, it really <laughs> and, was, and, wasn't hold, it? I mean, that's a good way on. to put it, though. Hold beautifully on. gory. That yeah, is, hey, that is, hey, that, hey. wait, 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 guest. Let me educate you. That's not a pan. That is not a pan. Panning was when the camera is sitting stationary, moves right to left. This was trucking. We're trucking around Victor Crowley. Could have been done with a dolly. Might have been steady cam. Might have just been handheld. But we move around the body. This wasn't just a pan. This was a fucking, fucking truck. We it was a truck. Trucking. You're right. We it was a trucking. truck. Fun yeah. fact. Yeah, yeah, bring it. The... Uh, Wilford Brimley getting hatcheted to death. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that is the only kill by Victor Crawley using a hatchet in this movie. Is that true? Oh, is it? That's I think you're right. Let's he see. does rip that woman's half. He does. Uh, there's a Sander kill. Oh, there's, yeah. yeah. Uh, Good idea. He puts somebody on a shovel handle there's after shovel. he kills somebody with a shovel. Wow, good catch, dude. But I don't know what truck means, so don't. I... <laughs> yeah, but in the end, didn't know what truck means. Well, they uh, shouldn't have the called this movie Hatchet. It should have been Hatchet and other items. What Victor Crowley uses is not by definition a hatchet because a hatchet has an edge on one side, an axe has an edge on two sides. And so he's using an axe with a very small handle. So. Arguably a hatchet. Very nice. Yes, thank you. That's actually tool knowledge. Uh, so let's 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 move on. Uh, those two guys get ripped in half. We know that's our third and our fourth kill, and we know now Victor Crowley's real. We've seen him. I don't understand at this point why all the people in the movie are not running nonstop. I can't understand why you're not like I don't know where the road is. I don't know where this is. That's the big discussion they have. For me, I'm just running real hard, right? I mean, like, I, I'm just running at this point, but they don't. And we haven't talked about him, but uh, our next kill, our fifth kill, is that video porn guy. He's clearly shooting a Girls Gone Wild video. Two of the girls on this bus, uh, or on this, well, the bus and the boat, uh, that have gone on this tour, they're constantly showing their boobs. And, they're go and, and really, the only scenes are they pull down their tops and go, woo-hoo, woo, right? A lot like Girls Gone Wild. Uh, and you think that he's this big video producer. He gets killed uh, pretty, again, pretty graphically. And uh, to Scott's note, not with a hatchet. All right. Well, I think we're at a good stopping place unless either of you guys got something else. I think we should go to break. 
Let's do it. Let's hear from those dirty, nasty little sponsors. Dirty, nasty little sponsors. All right, we'll be right back. Are you tired of worrying about a killer beating you against a tree while you're in a sleeping bag? Are you concerned that you don't have enough strength to shove a wooden stake through the heart of your best friend? Are you scared that you'll get a machete shoved in your eye hole? Then come on down to Crazy Ashes, get away and don't die from a killer training facility, where you'll learn why what you think is the correct thing to do will almost always lead to dismemberment. Learn why leaving your friends to make out with someone in the woods will not end the way you thought it would. Want to know the difference between hiding in an abandoned cabin in a sewer? We'll show you! Need to run like you're going to shit your pants and can't find a toilet? We can make you faster! Need to know how to shoot a gun with two fingers instead of one? Why would you want to do that? These are just a few of the many training options we have here at Crazy Ashes, where you'll never have to worry whether or not your body will produce the right amount of blood splatter when you die, guaranteed, or your money back. Crazy Ashes is not responsible for any injuries or death that may occur from our training, because your dumbass probably had it coming. Alright, welcome back to Slasher. I hardly know her. Probably didn't need to say it because you clicked on it and you know what it's called. Uh, so let's get to the next Final Girl Challenge. This is round three of the Final Girl Challenge. We are listening to Hatchet. We'll get back to the discussion in a second. But Micah, I think it's time to spin that wheel. Oh, I don't know. Do you think the people are ready? I mean, this show, this game, this survival girl game, I mean, final girl game is really intense. I don't They're only know. ready if you grease the wheel. Well, did you grease the wheel? That's the question. Oh, I mean, like guys. some Crisco, anything. Are you ready? I may have done I a little am. work on it. Here we go. Here Let's we go. spin that wheel. All right. <laughs> it got worse. <laughs> Where it stops, anybody knows. I, I got some WD-40. I sprayed it all over the papers that have the fates of the contestants, and it oh, still squeaks. See. Oh, that's going to pose a problem. This WD-40 is bar. trash. Yeah, ah. you got to put it on the wheel. Oh, yeah, right. Like you put it on the wheel. All right, here we go. Round three of Final Girl. Our contestants. Well, let's let's rep. Let's see. We already lost one poor Mandy Moon. Ah, Kristen crap. Glover. She's no longer with us. I she really. Expired. I got to tell you, I thought the chances for Kristen Glover were pretty good. Scott? Yeah, I did too. Do you have a favorite? Uh, anybody want to give it? Because I always feel bad about, like, in the last one, I said, oh, I think so-and-so is going to win. And then they did. And that you know, that sounds bad. It's like, oh, oh they just picked her to win. All right, well, here's, uh, here's who's left. We've got Charlotte MacArthur. That's Harry Balsanya. And Jimmy. Oh, that's your favorite. That's right. Yeah, Scott says Charlotte's name's so boring, she has to be a final girl. It's well, not up not to her us. Name. It's up to not the wheel. Name. We don't decide what happens. Not her name. She herself is boring. Why do, you, why do you say that? She has no sense of adventure. Therefore, she's not going to get herself into danger. Oh, okay. How do you know this about Charlotte? <laughs> I didn't, we're, if you knew Charlotte, you should have told us ahead of time. Well, it's because everything that she's turned down. She said, ew, I don't want to do that. I'm that going to true. sit here. That is true. I, Okay. I think Charlotte has a good shot. Uh, Micah? Let's do this thing. Let's All right, do let this. Let me spin the wheel again just to make sure. Okay. Charlotte MacArthur. 
turn down an invitation to the orgy on her tropical vacation. <laughs> Say Scott called this <laughs> one. Survived. <laughs> really, Charlotte wants to perform or, or be a part of an orgy? I don't think so. Charlotte is still here. Uh, Jimmy was handed a molly, but said, I don't need drugs to be jolly. He survived. <laughs> this is why it took so long to write these. This is why it took so long to start. All right. Johnny, Johnny, clearly a character from a 50s movie. <laughs> All right. Harry Balsanya gave Charlie a blowy in your roommate's bed. A sledgehammer to the face caved in your head. Oh, oh man. Dude. Ooh, Sorry, Harry that's, Balsanya. That's rough. I mean, that's a tough way to go. Not a lot, lot of pain. tough there. way to I mean, go. Just, Damn, that, that means we're down to only two survivors. We've got Charlotte, MacArthur, and Jimmy left. In addition to Final Girl, since we have this special guest, Scott wanted to prepare a little quiz of his own, a little contest of his own, but this is between you and me, Micah. So, Scott, you're going to ask us questions, and we're going to try to answer, and this is trivia from the movie Hatchet. That's right. That's right. And we are going to, well, it's not, it's it's trivia related to the movie Hatchet. So okay. what I'm going to do, I'm going to ask you a question. We're going to do closest to the pen. Yeah, whoever comes closest is going to get a point. I'm going to ask a few questions, and then I'll announce a winner. So the first question is, the character Doug Shapiro, played by Joel Murray. Wait, wait, are Bill... we both answering this, no, or is this for no, one wait of us? So is, is there a need to buzz in, is my question. No, 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 no. Okay. Somebody will give their answer, and then the other person will give their answer. What if we give the same answer? Then you guys are both idiots. <laughs> That seems fair. <laughs> wow. That seems fair. Okay. Yeah, no, sure, fine. No points will be awarded. Cool. All right, let's All right. go. All right, here we go. That makes sense. I like For, that. First question. So Doug Shapiro, uh, the character Doug Shapiro, played by Joel Murray, has, guy. has a, uh, a presumed fake company called Bayou Beavers, which is clearly in reference to Girls Gone Wild. So a couple of facts about Girls Gone Wild. For those of you who don't know, it was a it was a video that was produced uh, a long time ago of just girls showing their breasts, and that's what it was. And they, they were so wild. They sold these in the middle of the night on infomercials, and you remember you'd, those infomercials? Yeah, you know, 1999. Get your tape of just yeah. uh, girls flashing the camera. So they have over 300 films to date. Uh, in 2000, yeah, I see what you're doing here, and, and two, I'm not gonna have a good answer. In 2013, they filed for bankruptcy. Uh, and then the next year, they were sold to Bang Bros uh, in uh, 2014. And Micah, I believe you probably uh, know a little bit about Bang Bros. <laughs> so the question is, do. the question is, what year did they sell the first tape? And it was a tape. It was a VHS tape of Girls Gone Wild. This oh, is a wow. great All right. quiz. So Alex, I'm just going to have to guess on this. I love this quiz. Alex, what is your answer? Okay. I'm going to say 1994. Ooh, that was close to my guess. I was okay. going to say Micah. a 1997. Micah, I think... You've just changed the rules because you nailed it at 1997. That's a plus two instead of a plus one. Micah takes the lead. Man, man, I 
I feel bad. I feel like oh, I, yeah. I, I, Don't tell, I feel how like I does it feel, Alex? I was sitting at home in 1994 watching those commercials on late night TV. Apparently, I am wrong. Wow, way to go, Micah. Damn, I feel Apparently, in 2008, they they switched exclusively to online because the internet uh, was a thing by then, sure. and nobody was watching it for months. <laughs> uh, full disclosure, though... I, Full disclosure, I should tell you guys, I was actually deeply involved in the production and uh, distribution of the first Girls Gone Wild VHS. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that, had I known that? That seem fair now. Yeah, that was a biased question then. I should have asked that. <laughs> Damn. Okay, question number two. Misty, the blonde in the movie. Play- we yeah, we haven't talked about her. Actually, actually hold on, hold on. Let yeah. me back up. Let me back up. So the next few questions have to do with the next uh, sequential scenes in the movie uh, up until this point that we have not discussed. So Misty, the blonde, played by Mercedes McNabb, she lost her phone. And all of a sudden, her phone starts to ring. And oh, turns out it's the theme song to the 90s teen drama Dawson's Creek. Wasn't the question. So, Alex, this is actually a chance. I, I didn't realize this was going to happen, but Alex, you now have a chance to tie Micah if you can get both of these right. But but everybody can answer. <laughs> I hope um, you're going to ask so us the que- to sing it. The, the question. <laughs> the question is. I don't want to <laughs> wait for our lives to be here. Was that right? Was the ring? Was That's it? the name of the song. Okay. It's called "I Don't Want to Wait." Okay. For two points. Damn it. Who, Two points. who sings the song? Which what is the name of the band that sings the song? Son of a bitch. And when did Dawson's Creek premiere? The song was sung by uh, one Paula Cole, who used to tour with Peter Gabriel, uh, and Ooh, also had I a love, very a very famous hit song. Um, God bless. What was it? <sighs> she sang is with it? him on a tour, uh, but. Damn, I don't know if I remember when off, Dawson's dude. Creek came off. out. I'm going to say 1994. I am going to give uh, your first answer and say Paula Cole so I get a point. Uh, but I'm going to I'm going to say 1996 for Dawson's Creek. Okay, so both of you are correct with Paula Cole. <laughs> Thank How, you, Micah. However, both of you are incorrect on the year. Oh. The series premiered in 1998, so that's oh. a plus one. So that's a plus me. one for both yeah. of you. So do I not get the? Oh, you said there's no. We talked about this ahead of time. You said there's no like one dollar. Like yeah, the no, price is right no, rule. So no. I'm not close. No, well, but you said closest to the pin. Yeah, we're you, closest to the pin. I'm closest to the pin. Um. Oh, the other Paula Cole song. Actually, was, no, no, uh, you're right. You're I, right. You're right. Sorry, sorry. If we're going by the years, then you are. Sorry, I got I'm, hung up on the co- Paula Cole. That's a plus two to Alex. Thank you very oh, much. Oh shit! That, so, what does that make the score then? That is currently three to three. Going to the last question. So oh, the other, uh, the other Paula Cole song was, and, and Alex, you'll remember this because you were walking around with your discman listening to this on repeat. Of course, mm, I was nonstop. Uh, was really... where have all the cowboys gone? Oh. <laughs> I've never, thank God. I mean, I got to say, I kind of cheated on that question because I got to hear your answer. I I got a question. How did, how did Alex get tied with me when we both got the song right, but he got the thing. If you got any question of the, part of the second question, right, then you get tied. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Sorry. I got, I, I got caught up in the Paula Cole because you guys both did. I can't do math. I can't do math with Paula Cole. Uh, it is now three Micah, Alex two. Okay. Yeah, going to the last. Suck question. it, Alex. 
I don't I, I don't enjoy that, but it does make more mathematical okay, sense. Okay, here we go. All right, so the next question has to do with an Easter egg that I inadvertently found when I was coming up with this quiz. So Jenna, the brunette, uh, the, cool. the, the uh, opposite of the blonde who was showing, uh, they were showing their boobs for uh, Bayou Beavers, uh, when asked to tell a lie, and I don't know why they were asking to tell a lie. I thought that was really, very strange. It was like, oh, somebody told a lie. Hey, let's all tell a lie. And so Jenna says, oh, I'm just going to tell a lie. She says, I didn't really go to NYU. It was my first choice, but I didn't get in. And then she breaks down and goes, I went to Hofstra. So Hofstra, it's a private Jesus, school. These fucking it's in Hampstead, yeah, New York on Long Island. in depth, man. I mean, like, you Hold keep on. thinking you know what the question's going to be, Hold and then on. it's not that question. Wait for it. Wait for it. Okay, so it's, it's located in Hampstead, New York. Because now we have some international viewers. That's on Long Island. Okay. okay. At famous alumni. We have, no, we have no viewers in Long Island. Famous, famous alumni include Francis Ford Coppola of the Godfather fame, Apocalypse Christ. Now and Patton, Christopher Walken, who apparently attended but didn't graduate, and he was majoring in dance. <laughs> and then, so the question is, what color is a banana? Go! Robert Davey. Uh, he was in the Bond film License to Kill, Die Hard, and he was the opera singing Jake Fratelli in The Goonies. Oh, uh, yeah, that guy. I remember him. Yeah, and then absolutely. probably their most famous. I also the candlestick. Probably and... their most famous alumni was Beauty. Adam Green, the writer and director of Hatchet. Oh, it all okay. circles back. So there's the Easter egg. He was making fun of his alma mater. Oh, very nice. Okay. All right. So the question's kind of boring, but what? <laughs> When was Hofstra founded? <laughs> uh, well, that's easy. 1935. Oh, no. It's a much older <laughs> school than that. Uh, actually, it's a much younger school than that. Hofstra. Hofstra's probably only been around since, uh, I'm going to say, 1968. Oh, Micah, you cheater. It, right on the money, that's another plus two. So, Micah wins six to two. Micah, you are the champ. Wait, oh, I, my year, my guess was, was right. 1935. My guess was right. Yes, yeah, my very wild old guess that I just pulled out of the air was correct. Yeah, yeah. Did you look this up, Micah? I think he did. Micah, Peter. what? Like anybody could Google that I'm fast. Look, I mean, obviously, I have to edit this together. What date did you guess? 1935. 1935. And that's what it is. Yeah. You son of a bitch, <laughs> lion cheat. I did not give Micah the questions ahead of time. This is ridiculous. Yeah, but seriously, right. Scott, keep texting me the answers and the questions. I appreciate this it. This is, I call shenanigans. Okay, all right, real quick, because I, I need to get off the mic. Uh, la- the, the tiebreaker question uh, was kind of fun was, how many pairs of breasts do we see in the opening scene of the film? Oh, Holy good. shit. Did you actually go through and count them all? Yes. <laughs> wow. A labor, again, a labor of love. Uh, Can I ask you how long this took to count all the boobs on that that opening uh, so bourbon pairs. street? Not very long. Not very long because it doesn't last that long. No, it's pretty quick. I think I'm going to say five pair. Micah? I'm going to go with 10. Oh. The answer is 13. Damn. Son of a bitch. Is that right? Micah, you are the champ. Oh, Congratulations. You oh, are the champ. Do you smell man. that? That's the smell of victory. Micah God, told me damn, he was going to handily good. beat me in this competition. I didn't know he would cheat, but uh, even had you not cheated on that question, which you very, very clearly did, I would have not 
won this. You handily beat me, my friend. I mean, I remember there were lots of boobs in that scene. Uh, I didn't count them because I'm not Scott, but that was a lot of boobs. So let's get back into the movie real quick because uh, that's what this podcast is about. And we can skip down to our sixth, seventh, and eighth death because uh, these are all good. Scott pointed out only one guy in the movie is killed by a hatchet. Didn't think about it. He's 100% right. As far as I can, sir, uh, or I can tell, I've not turned my page of the notes. Maybe 9, 10, and 11 or something have a hatchet in it. Anyway, 6th, uh, 7th, and 8th, uh, our, our sixth death is the brunette that Scott had mentioned just a second ago. She was one of the porn girls, is what I have her listed as in my uh, notes, although that's probably inadequate. She's not actually doing porn. She's showing her boobs. Uh, she, the smarter of the two, the one that pretended to go to NYU, but actually went to apparently Adam Green's alma mater, all facts I did not know that Scott brought up and weren't the actual question. She's killed by a belt sander. That's pretty rare. She's not actually killed by a belt sander. She gets the belt sander and she's arguably the sixth or seventh death. Uh, and where does she get the sander? She gets it right to the face. In the face. In the face. Sander to the face. Oh, God. Yeah, and it really just kind of takes her face off. But yeah, that is yeah. when Mostly the Asian lips. guy, Ugh. you know, kind of runs in. And the Asian guy gets his head chopped off. And he's the tour, he's the tour guide of this boat. At this point, we know that he neither has an Asian accent nor a Southern accent. He, he has no accent. It's it's just a normal American accent. He's he's lied a couple of times now. Uh, and he gets his head, well, he gets his foot chopped off. Then he gets his head chopped off. The, she gets belt sanded first, but then the shovel that uh, Victor Crowley uses to chop off the tour guide's face, or head, rather, uh, he then picks up the brunette and stabs her through impales her through on the dull handle of a shovel magical yeah. how that worked like you do you got to be really yeah. strong victor crowley's yeah. got some muscle so that's our sixth and seventh death and then our eighth death is the other girl who was involved in this uh uh girls gone wild kind of video uh, she's the dumb blonde. She's very, very stupid. Uh, the, the, they showcase it throughout it. And then she's quietly killed. It's, a, it's another one of those quiet kills. She's like, I mean, do you remember this? Like, w we just kind of find her dead. Yeah, it must have been really quiet because I don't remember how she died. I don't even have it in here. Scott, do you remember? No, no, but I do I do want to give a shout-out to her, RIP to her, because uh, my favorite quote of the movie was that she said, are you sure the number's 911? And the, <laughs> the brunette says, what else would it be, dumbass? And then she says, well, how should I know if, if it's the cell? Maybe you have to type in a different area code. <laughs> I do remember that. So we're about to get to kind of the final bit of this uh, into the cemetery and so I think it's a good time for a break I, I, I don't know about you guys I think it's a great time for a break I'm for it do you want to do a break both so let's vote I'm in I'm in that's two I 
guys. Now that you're both in, I kind of want to be, you know, like the dark horse, like the underdog, yep. and say no. Majority wins. Let's go. To yeah, that. Hey, what are you drinking? Blood. Really? Can I try some? Sure. Oh, gross. It tastes like real blood. That's because it is, you silly idiot. Blood drink. Made of blood. Blood drink. Made of real blood. Try blood drink today. Now available in a can. In a can! Blood drink. Welcome back to Slasher. I hardly know her. Slasher, uh, I hardly know her. <laughs> that's kind of the perfect. That's what we should have gone with. That's the new the, song. The We're gonna. Song. I, I have yet to record it yet, but it's gonna have well, some as soon as guitars, you do, some fat beats, and uh, some great lead as, vocals. I think fat beats are definitely a necessity on this one. So uh, let's get to before we get back to the movie because we're almost done here. Let's get to what else are you into? What are you into? 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 What are you into? What's all this screaming about? Ooh, what else are you into? I am into, you know, I've been pretty vocal about it. I'm kind of devouring everything Adam Green has done. Last week was it was do- Holliston. Well, yes, it was. And, and it's why I picked Hatchet this week. And I have found that uh, he does Adam Green's spooky sleepover. Spooky what? And spooky sleepover. And what he's doing is he's calling in some of these people that he's worked with uh, over the years. uh, You know, Kane Hodder, Derek Mears, Felissa Rose, like, like great horror icons, but like people he respects. He invites them into his uh, his office and then they literally do a sleepover. And so they they do things you would do at a sleepover. They make sleepover food and the guests Braid each bring other's hair. Yeah, they yeah. I mean, Eat they ice have, cream I've out not, of the cart and talk about boys I've, in our periods. Yes, but I've, I've not seen either of those things. But yes, uh, and it's great because it's it's funny. It's silly. It's short. But it's also like you get to, you legitimately get to hear these guys talk about silly, stuff. I mean, some of funny it's, and short. Sounds like somebody I know. Oh, are you talking about me? Yeah, it was you're my baby. I'm telling you, if you are a horror fan and you like what we're into, watch this stuff, man. Where can I find uh, Adam Green's sleepover? Just Google Adam Green's scary sleepover, and you're gonna find it. It's it's really good, man. And it's not going to take up a lot of your time. But if you're a horror fan, I mean, this isn't. I mean, this isn't for somebody that's not a horror fan. And if you're listening to this podcast, obviously you are. So just go watch that. I mean, Adam Green. I, I don't know, man. I I he wasn't on my list of horror icons I have to meet, and he is now top of my list of horror icons I have to meet. This guy, I got to meet this guy. I got to shake his hand. I want him to sign something, and because he is so involved in so many things, I don't know what I'll have him sign. I guess a hatchet? I think we should have him on the show. Let's get Adam Green on. I I started uh, Evil Dead 2 last night, 
Going to watch that again. I'm about halfway through it, watching that guy again. Uh, just We talked about Bruce Campbell on a previous episode, and I hadn't seen Evil Dead since I watched it on VHS, so I wanted to watch that again. So I'm into that, and uh, I still really enjoy how Sam Raimi just went crazy with, like, let's see how fast we can move a camera through a forest. Do you want to you want to wrap this movie up? Wait, or do wait, you... wait. Aren't you going to ask me what I'm into? Hey, 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 we can ask Scott oh. what he's into. Hey, That's so hey, rude. Hey guys, hey guys, so I'm over here. I hey, would be hey. remiss if I did not ask our very special guest, Scott. Uh, what what are you into, man? I'm just going back through the catalog of Girls Gone Wild. It's fantastic. I'm starting at the first and I'm working my way through. Also, while I'm watching that, I'm listening to Paula Cole albums. I'm just going back in the day. No, I'm into this podcast. Oh my goodness. Oh, Slash I hardly know her. And I'm not I'm not doing this because I'm a special guest. I want to say that I'm not a big horror fan. Uh, and I, 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 I say that because I don't seek them. I'll watch them, but I just don't I don't seek them out. But but what I want to say though. is this podcast has really intrigued me to start to get into that genre of film. And so for all of you listeners out there, I would suggest that wherever you are listening to this, give it a rating, give it a real high rating, share this podcast with your friends, tell them about it. Even if they're not into horror films, maybe they get intrigued. I listened to the Whisker Basket podcast and Alex said, do not watch this. You do not want to watch this. And after I got done listening to the podcast, I immediately texted and said, I have to watch this movie. And Alex replied, don't do that to yourself. Uh, So let's move in. Let's do it. Let's wrap it. Uh, We've got uh, another couple deaths. Arguably, we're in the cemetery. And uh, Victor Crowley is now attacking our three remaining protagonists. We have Marcus, we have Ben, and then we have the final girl. Uh, I'm going to call her the final girl, though I don't think that is exactly accurate. Uh, We'll get to that. But uh, at one point, and you got to love this, Victor Crowley is on top of Ben. He's knocked him to the ground. And then, (laughs) I don't know. I, I've called it in my notes, wonderful vomit. What pours <laughs> from Victor Crowley's mouth into the mouth of Ben. Mm. What is it? Is it drool? Is it, I mean, it's pretty slimy. Whatever kind of drool that is, it's not, it's not clear. Uh, Victor Crowley obviously has some kind of upper respiratory infection because that, uh, that is not clear phlegm. That is was very rough. goopy. Uh, does it have a yellowish tint? Am I remembering this right? I don't know. It it it, it looked like a, a thick cream that comes from Victor Crowley's mouth <laughs> oh into Ben's mouth. Don't it, say thick cream. Thick, uh, I mean, I don't know how to describe it more accurately. It's too late. You already, it, you've said thick cream, and now and that's God. a God. that is a, a a fantastic shot. We know what was being done there. That was just beautiful. Uh, and then Marcus, well, Marcus gets his arms ripped off marcus does not meet a good death i'm trying to remember what happens to marcus i remember the arms getting ripped off i don't remember what happened after that well he gets his arms ripped off but i think he he then is bashed into something is that right oh does he pick it up pick him up his uh his his torso his trunk or whatever and then and then slam that into a tree yeah scott do you remember yeah he was smashed into a tree 
and and Scott. And I'm Scott pretty is, sure they go crazy with the blood again. Plenty of blood. Just buckets Scott is of blood. so somber in his recollection of, of in, poor Marcus's death. Scott really instead loved of, Marcus. In, instead of blood hitting the tree, it was a uh, it was a body. The final girl and uh, Ben. They're the last two alive. Marcus is is dead now, and uh, Victor Crowley spears Ben's foot. He's stuck. And then Victor Crowley runs at him. Uh, ben is able to kind of angle the spear painfully because it's in his foot in the right direction that Victor Crowley impales himself. He's dead. He's done. Uh, and then uh, do you want to talk about the blood spittle to Ben's face? Mike? Oh, absolutely. That was one of my it's favorite parts of the movie. Fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. So, so Victor Crowley has run and speared himself through the neck on this piece of fence that is also through our, our main guy, uh, Ben's foot. And it's like he, he's dead. We know Victor's dead. He's hit the, and they're looking at him. But then there's that kind of that, that thing like where he's like, is, is the killer going to wake up again? But Green did us a solid. And instead of having him wake up, you hear this death rattle come out of Crowley's throat. And not just a death rattle, but a <laughs> like a, a spray of blood, just dank blood hits our man Ben right in the face. It's disgusting and funny at the same time. And they get away. They run off. They jump on a boat, right? They head yeah, off into the they, water. and They, they, they get on that they've boat. They've done it. They've I, escaped. Wait, 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 wait. Can we talk about Ben removing his foot from the post? Yeah, that, let's, that was, let's go that, that was How uh, did he that do was that? Pinning, pinning yeah, his foot to the ground. He pulls it through the rubber. He pulls it, it down. He's like, yeah. it's cool. That I, didn't hurt. I have a theory. I mean, I, I mean it had to just... The only way he could do that was to rip what was remaining of the front of his foot from, you know, where the spear well, went yeah, in. Yeah, without pain. Edge, just yank it. Didn't hurt at all. Well, I you mean, know, he's just, been through a lot. It's been a long night. But whatever. He got out. And they do get in that boat. And uh, which, it, which, which my, uh, after they got out of the boat, my wife said that it was the gondola scene horror version of The Notebook. Oh. I've not uh, seen the notebook, okay. so I don't know. Yeah, no, no. Uh, I don't know what you're I haven't about. either, but I trusted her on that, so please don't fact check me. I'm just I, a guest. I think it was the same boat that her dad, I think she's a, there. She's basically escaping her dad's boat, Robert England's boat from the first. And one of the things I loved about that boat was the light they had for that boat was a stick attached to the side of the boat with a lantern on it. It wasn't a flashlight it wasn't a spotlight it wasn't anything it was a stick you know <laughs> precariously placed on the boat with a lantern hanging from it a good that's old what they're using lantern. for life good old-fashioned lantern why wouldn't you uh but then we get another callback from friday the 13th because victor crowley's not dead he's in the water jumps up from the water of course pulls the girl in it wasn't an exact uh, copy shot from the original Friday 13th but you know Micah I want to let you have it from this point on because what happens next is perfect and it's how the movie ends <laughs> it's amazing and the ending is baffling uh, we're on the boat the girl's in the water she's struggling her foot it's stuck on some kind of root she can't get out she's gonna drown miraculously she's able to get her foot loose looks up and she can see Ben's hand reaching for her. She reaches for the hand, grabs it, 
comes up out of the water only to find out the hand is attached to Ben's arm, which is no longer attached to Ben. Victor Crowley is on the boat holding Ben's arm into the water for her to reach up and grab. Camera cuts over to Ben, who's laying in the boat with one arm, just like, (laughs) I think there's blood coming out of his mouth. And Victor Crowley grabs the girl. She's screaming. And then Victor Crowley is just (laughs) going crazy like Crowley's do. Just "Ah, ah," into her face. And then just bam. (laughs) cut to black Boom. no explanation i literally i i like looked at my i was like did i did my did my roku drop out did my did my internet just go out because nope. surely that's not how it ended but yes it, just screaming and then silent and black it ended perfectly i mean really perfectly and definitely setting up for sequels which i'm very excited happened I have to admit, I have not watched uh, Hatchet 2 or, or 3. I have watched Victor Crowley, oddly enough, just because it was a Joe Bob pick, and so, of course, I was going to watch it. Uh, but, man, that ending. Uh, <laughs> you know, I got, ending. To watch, I got to watch it in a room with three other people, and everybody was like, what? Like, what? so even the non-horror movie fans that were in that room were like, oh, what just happened? It was, it was really well done. I ran it back. I think that was a great way to end it. It's just kind of like, bam. A great F you to the audience. Just just way to defy expectations. I thought it was a terrific way to wrap it up. So I was thinking, since we have Scott here, we'd let uh, old Scott award our crunchiest kill. I think that's a great idea. Crunchiest kill. Well, my crunchiest kill has to be Wilford Brimley's wife, Shannon, uh, in the ripping her face open, I, dislocating jaws. I, think I, I thought it was great. Also, I learned that it's a truck and not a pan. Just hearing you describe uh, so that, it, I'm seeing it again. Truck and it's scene, gruesome. Oh, it was wonderful because you knew what was coming, and then you go, "Oh yeah, that's good stuff." To me, that was uh, that was crunchiest. You if, went, "Oh if, yeah," I went, "Oh no, please God, don't." Goes to her, yeah, whose name stuff. we've never mentioned and don't know. Her name is uh, Patricia Darbo. She was uh, in a lot of soap operas back in the days. She was in a lot of things. Period. I mean, like I've seen that woman in a ton of things. Uh, so that said, would you guys recommend this movie? It's worth watching it just for the gore. I mean, it's a nice way to see a lot of gore without like having a genuinely disturbing experience because of the kind of whimsical music at times because of the funny dialogue. It's like you're getting jokes, you're getting funny music, and then you're getting some of the most disgusting kills. I agree. Uh, Scott, what do you think? I mean, would you recommend this movie? You're not a huge horror movie fan. You enjoy a good horror movie. What what would you say? I would. I'm with Micah. I think the beginning, you kind of think to yourself, what is going on? I thought this was a horror movie. And then once everything gets going, you completely forget about it. There's 13 of them. 13 sets of boobs. (laughs) (laughs) He's like the the boob rain man. It's, 13 uh, boobs, def- definitely 13 <laughs> boobs. I recommend it because it, whatever you think about the beginning of the movie, you completely forget about it once all the killing starts and you go, yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with that. I, I mean, like, I, I agree with you both. It's one of those movies where, uh, 
you know, like Scott said, my wife doesn't like horror movies. I, I watched it with her. She was into the horror movie because she got it for all the stuff that should have been silly and should have been serious. Like, she was along for the ride. A person who, you know, admittedly can't watch a horror movie watched it because, you know, <laughs> because we were forcing her to. But <laughs> she got it all. I mean, like, she absolutely 100% got it all. It was like, oh, this is silly, this is whatever. So it was. I think it's a, a really good, if you had to watch a movie with somebody who's not a horror fan and you say, oh, well, you know, give it a chance. This was the one to do that because it had all of it. It had the comedy. It wasn't slapstick. It wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't based in comedy like something like Club Dread like we did last week. This is something that uh, had its had its good moments uh comedy wise and then had its good moments as a horror movie and, and very epic moments in, in both i'd say so of course 100 percent, i would recommend this uh no question yeah it's worth watching and the gore is so great and it's all shot at night so the the blood looks just just crazy and dark and yeah just so much really splatter. well done yeah, hey, hey, put into that. hey, sorry, can I can I ask a question to Micah? So, Micah, one of your biggest concerns is the amount of blood that comes from deaths. That is true. So, I got to ask you, where does this rank on your bloatometer? Uh, <laughs> how do you blood- score this one? You know, it's not that I'm upset if there's too little or too much blood. It's when there's no blood at all. As far as I know, human bodies hold blood and when you open those bodies blood should come out and the two that i've talked about there was zero blood no blood complete absence of blood in a freshly killed body this one hatchet mm, that's a lot of blood there was a whole lot of blood probably more was than realistic but uh it gets points for blood i would say hatchet made up for a lot of your lack of blood in some of these movies. Absolutely. Absolutely made up for the absence of blood in those two previous ones that I talked about. All right. Well, we've made it to the end of the podcast. Have we, though? Have we, we, I just think there might be a couple more things we need to rapidly wrap, and that would be the final round final girl of the final girl challenge i can't wait to find out what happens all right all right well what accent that was and i want to apologize for i i'm glad you did uh let's spin that wheel all right Kristen's already dead harry's gone mandy moon is dead we have charlotte MacArthur and jimmy left we'll spin the wheel and find out what happens so just two. I'm sorry. Can you be quiet while I spin? <laughs> nothing we can do about that wheel? Nothing? I mean, there's nothing we can do. I mean, like, at this point, it's got to be pretty lackluster to watch spin. Oh, I'm sorry, fellas. My middle name's not Handyman. I don't know a lot about grease and wheels. Okay? I'm new to this. I thought your middle name was Handyman. If you want to send me some grease and some instructions, I'll be happy to do that. But as far as I know, all you've done is complain. But you have to say his name five times in the mirror first. You just have to say Handyman, Handyman, Handyman. (laughs) Then he'll come and not grease your wheel. (laughs) Uh, All right, so we're down to two. I got to say, I really, had I predicted, I thought Jimmy was going out. I thought for sure. That very well could happen. Let's find out. Okay. First, 
Charlotte MacArthur. Go. Oh, oh, we know Jimmy made it. Okay, Charlotte. Oh, we no. Don't know. We, don't. We, do. we know Jimmy made it. I cannot believe Jimmy made it. let guard down. Anything hey, decided to have a little fun. Uh, it's still Charlotte? anybody's game. Uh, okay. okay. Charlotte. Ooh, Charlotte. You gave away your flower. Scott had his money on Charlotte. Up in the moon tower. Chef's knife in the back while taking a shower. Charlotte, oh, you are dead. That was a tough rhyme. No, no she, she was she days. was drugged. She was against her own will. Yes. She's so boring that would never happen. Yes, All right. somebody. There, there was some foul play on that one. I did not. Come I was on, with Charlotte. you, Scott. I really thought Scott. I, I really thought that Charlotte was going to do this. She did not. Get out Let's my, big, how my Jimmy big cartoon survived. feather pen, and I'll mark out Charlotte McCarthy. Rest in peace, Charlotte. Hey, Jimmy's standing over there going, hey, I'm Jimmy. I, I made it. I'm still alive. I can't believe hey. Jimmy made it. How did he make it? Let's hear it. You know, there's not always a final person. Sometimes everybody gets killed. Uh, mm. Exhibit A, hatchet. You know, so uh, Jimmy could die. We well, we don't know that. We actually don't know, and it does get confusing as the hatchet sequels go on. All right, let's see what happens to Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy, are you ready to find out? Wherever you are, sweet Jimmy, listening to this podcast. Jimmy, let's do this. Hey, yeah, what what happens to me? (laughs) All right, Jimmy. Hey, hey, Jimmy's just joined the (laughs) podcast. Hey, wow, that's... Hey, how am I going to die? Am I going to be around? What's (laughs) what's going on? (laughs) What a nice surprise. Jimmy, you made it. Let's hear how. All right, they're both racist. I'm not, so let me continue talking. All right, um, anything is racist now. You did a vaguely like Italian today. accent, which you is did obviously right, racist. Right. Uh, Ted, Jimmy, Ted tried to give you a necklace of pearl. You said, oh. "No, Teddy, I'm not that kind of girl." You survived. <laughs> And Jimmy survives because he's not that kind of girl. But I'll tell you what he is. He is the Woo, final Jimmy. girl. Jimmy, thank you so much for playing. Thank you, everybody, for yeah, playing. Jimmy, congratulations, uh, Jimmy. Micah will reach out to you as soon as you reach out to him. As soon as you've listened to the fact that you won, uh, we will send you a pretty cool prize. Not just a pretty cool prize, but a pretty cool package. It's It's fun. Uh, so, uh, I, I think we have made it mm. to the very end. This is the part in the show where we're playing the kind of bittersweet Pee Wee Herman mm-hmm. closing of Pee Wee's yeah. Playhouse music, right? That is, we, we talk about our feels that, and that we made it through the show. That, and that is how you have described it to me. How are you Pee-wee guys doing? Do you feel Herman okay? music. Uh, I feel pretty good, man. I enjoyed what we watched. I enjoy doing this podcast. I can't believe we had this amazing guest on today. How we got Scott is beyond me. Fantastic guest. What a guest. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And what a quiz, right? What a quiz. Fantastic quiz. Thank you. Thank, thank you guys so much for having me on. I really enjoyed watching the movie. I'm totally into the podcast, which is getting me into these films. Uh, it's fun to listen to you guys, and I, I would encourage everybody else to share this uh, this podcast with people wherever you listen. Well, and and whatever you do, sh- follow these guys on the social meds. Uh, along with Scott, what Scott said, if you could please follow us, if you could please like us, if you could subscribe, so you'll get that little alert when we put out a new podcast, which we're trying to do on Tuesdays now. Uh, I like that, that you're saying us because if you were saying me, it would sound really sad. Please follow me. 
please like please. me. Please, if you would just like me, that would Please be like amazing. Uh, I would like to be liked. Uh, no, but if you could also rate us, that's great. Uh, it's not available on all uh, platforms. We are available on all platforms. You can find us just about anywhere. But if you're an Apple listener, please just run over and rate us. It really helps us out a lot. It's amazing. Uh, we do have a, you know links in our page where you can support us. That's great. Uh, it helps us make... Uh, send out more of these prizes which we have sent quite a few out so far but uh yeah two (laughs) (laughs) one of them still in the mail (laughs) i don't know i i feel like i feel like there's something else when you're supposed to do oh that's right micah you got the next movie pick. Have you picked it? Oh, oh my God! You can't do this to me. Okay, you guys, you guys need to stall for a minute. You, you just spring knew this, on me last this minute. was gonna happen. You knew this was I, coming. I, I mean, I should have known, but you know me, I'm such a scatterbrain, dum dum. Mm. I just, I, oh I do often describe you as a scatterbrain dum dum. What is the next movie we're watching? All right. Are you sure you're ready for this? Nope. You're not uh, sure? You, take a little time. I, if you need to take a little time, that's fine. I'm not sure just based on uh, you've picked movies in the past. Can I be honest? I'm just stalling while I try to think of a movie. I'm just trying to build up to it. Uh, can we play some like music that really builds while I just I sit here and think? I don't want to wait for my life to be over. There we go. I, I think that was great. I would like Scott to go on a little bit. All right. All right. We are going to be watching The Blob. What? Not the old black and white one. I think this one came out in like 1988. I remember seeing it on the TV at my grandmother's house in Kentucky, and it scared the bejesus out of me as a child. And I have never seen the whole movie since then because they made us turn it off, and I think we should watch it. I gotta say, this is a surprise. I did not see this coming. I did not see it coming. I've I've never seen it, and you apparently have. As a child, but I've never seen this movie. I'm excited about this. 1988. Uh, yeah, Shawnee Smith, Kevin Dillon. It's a, it's a blob. There's a blob thing coming. I, I really don't know that much about it, other than it just, it just, it, it really scared me, and I was like, wanted to keep watching. I was totally transfixed, and the parents came in and were like, "Oh God, we gotta turn this off." All right, this is exciting. I, I know it's a horror classic, so I'm very excited about watching it. I'm also very excited that Scott was able to join us for this podcast. Thank you. Thanks Scott. for having me on, guys. Uh, thank you. A lot of fun. For you guys are great. Time. This is uh, <laughs> this podcast is a lot. It's There's great. no question. Uh, also, Scott adding a pretty pretty nice commercial to one of our commercial breaks because uh, he is more clever than either of us. So he jumped right in and was like, "Hey, yeah, sure." I'll make a commercial, and that was fantastic. So thank you, every guy, everybody here for listening. Uh, uh, we really appreciate this. We're having fun, we're kind of figuring it out as we go along. I think we kind of, uh, I think we're finding our zone. Uh, we're going to keep having these conversations. We're finally hitting record when we have them. And uh, Micah, thank you so much for uh, doing this just another week with me. Dude, this this particular episode, I gotta say, if I had to put it into words, being with you two guys, getting to have this love fest, it tickled me blood red. 
blood red. I mean, that's that's the color of the tickle. And uh, Scott, thanks so much for doing this with us. Thank Be you, our guys. Special guest. Hey, I want to tell Scott. you something. I want to yeah. tell something. Both of you. Yeah. yeah. I love both of you. Oh, oh. I love. I love, I love you, Scott. you, Scott. And I love you, Micah. I don't just love you. I love love you. I love love you both. <laughs> Thank you so much. This has been another episode of Slasher. I hardly know her. I'm going to have to go get new batteries. Uh, what kind of shitty ass dog and pony <laughs> show are you running here? <laughs> <laughs>